so welcome back. We are going to continue. Actually, this is last meeting in this year. Next meeting will be next year, 2024. All right. Hopefully, we will finish the book next year. <laughs> so let's start with number 78. A man advises his neighbor according to his own understanding, but in the one who listens to such advice, God acts in proportion <coughs> to his faith. It might be a little bit confusing on the first hearing, but, uh, well, what he tells us, there are like uh, two spiritual laws there. The first spiritual law is that we can give others only what we have. We don't, we are not able to give them more than we have. And uh, uh, now, I would say that many times we can think that we know a lot of, so we can give a lot of. But this is, well, maybe it is my impression because nobody said it like in commentary that it is really that, but my impression for reading these different these texts is that uh, that knowledge we can give it's not knowledge which is our intellectual knowledge. That is, when they say, this Holy Father says, we, we can give what we have, they mean uh, this uh, knowledge we gain through our experience. What, what we gain, like, for example, if I am fasting for 50 days, I'm gaining some kind of experience. So I can give this experience. I can tell more what I read in the book, but you understand well, I'm simplifying very much, but really what will resonate in the other will be what was my experience. Does it make sense? On the spiritual level, the spiritual works this way because we really can, uh, uh, we are not talking about uh, the knowledge to give some kind of information because, well, then whoever can, can give us. But we are talking about giving some kind from this treasure we gained through our experience. And this is why, uh, uh, there was, uh, I was, we were in our first parish, and maybe first or second year, and at the time uh, they started the renewed monastery in Trebišovic, monastery, city close to us, and one monk from uh, uh, Moravia, uh, Bohemia, Czech Republic. Uh, he came to this monastery. He was virtual, and but he was monk. And uh, he started to 
bridge with some kind of power, people start to like to go there because there are these powerful sermons and he was ascetic and very attracted a lot of people. And uh, I remember that I met him first time when there was like uh, Sunday class day here, uh, patron of one church was I was invited to and he was preacher there. And he was preaching about um, how powerful is prayer done in the church evenings. It was like we do vigil. And one thing is that I heard this so many times in my seminary. And he didn't say something special. It was not some kind of like extra charismatic or like, no, I mean, he was, but he was not some kind of like these speakers, uh, simple, but there was power. And uh, next sun- Saturday, we started that in our parish. It was, it had so huge impact. He gave us something what he had, and it brought uh, fruit. And uh, this is this for me as a young priest was this was always a question. So okay, what can I give? I can say something, but what can I give? And uh, humbling, like experience, it was very humbling. And the same thing is that. Um, and and we can see this in like uh, this generation which is already gone uh, Michael Ivancho and this one how many times they they were telling me that well we provided everything like good schools and we brought children to the church and everything so and there's this hypothesis that many of those children they they didn't follow their steps, they left the church and they they cannot explain themselves why so they gave something external but they didn't give They what they didn't have, I think this experience I'm now simplifying very very much, you know I just want to shed light on this problem because um, this is happening that we can live uh, Christian life and fumes and you know of Christianity and that spirit um, and again I was uh, recently I was talking about uh, this experience my grandfather and, and or and grandmother too and uh, many I think that uh, I even didn't reach that level of spiritual life they led they had because uh, well it's different environment and they had uh, this environment how they lived in these conditions totally different and it helped them to live live a deeper experience of life I didn't have this and and, uh, so many times it is that that this, uh, this, uh, uh, many of these generations who live on 
they, they teach how to live, or give example of the structure, how to live faith in life, especially in this society. But if there is not given this, this deep knowledge or experience, so it will be disappearing with each generation. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. So, okay. So we can give only what we can. And then, okay. Now, when we give what we have, God acts through this in others in measure of their faith. So those people who are open through faith to to searching to to this they have desire to search for truth, search for how to for ways how to make my relationship deeper with God. In measure of this faith or the desire, God will act through this knowledge. They will receive this knowledge from me, but this knowledge becomes useful through God acting in soul others in the measure of their faith. Yeah. Um, a priest friend of mine was telling me that a man came to him like during the week and said, Father, what you said at liturgy was, it was just so inspiring. When you said this, it really changed my life. And he went on about it. And the priest told me, he goes, I never said that. I, I, I had the homily written out. Those words were not in the homily. But that's what he heard. God used it in proportion to his faith. God took the words and because of this man's uh -huh. faith was able to take it further. Yeah. You know, he was able to extrapolate and go even further. Yeah. Correct. I've heard it explained, and I don't know if it's exactly right, but exactly what you were touching on was said that grace is given to a, the amount of grace is given according to the mode of the receiver yeah, yeah. It can be. that's why some hear much clearer message and other people are like I didn't even understand that you know yeah. things like that so this is why you know you can have somebody uh, send Anastasius, I think, Anastasius, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He was asked, how would you make uh, somebody Christian? And his answer, famous answer was that I will let him to live with me for one year. Very good answer, and, and well, it says something about power of Christian life. But again, even a person who would uh, who would not have this openness and faith and this desire, even that would not help. Good example would not help. And even they are not able to recognize that somehow, many times. Well. Right. Let's continue. Okay. <coughs> I have seen unlearned men who were truly humble, and they became wiser than the wise. Yeah, so... This text leads us to 
understanding of value of humility. And uh, it reminds us that humility opens us uh, to this knowledge which comes from above and in the end makes us wiser than our learned people of this earth. And uh, because those who gain some kind of knowledge, intellectual knowledge, something they are learned, studied, they are in big temptation. You know, there are there is some kind of pride there. They are aware of this knowledge, and, and many times they act upon that knowledge. And. Uh, um, And my father still lived, and I was already in seminary, and my brother was planning to go to seminary. He, he used to tell me, the seminary, well, you know, when you are going to preach, you have to look to the simplest person to the church and to preach that way that the person can understand. Then everybody can understand. If you start to preach to those who are educated, they will understand, but there will be big amount of people who would not understand. So, and uh, I like that. I don't know if I was able to follow that fully, you know, all the time, but, but at, at least I try. And, uh, and it, it's not, and I tell you, it's not so easy because many times it's like, temptation to show how smart I am, you know. <laughs> Read something. No, no. I will be shiny object here. <laughs> there is a, this temptation is there, especially when you find something on, and something would really could touch your soul, but then you realize I cannot use that. It's been understood. And uh, so, so pride, if we let it, so leads us to some kind of elevation of our own wisdom, and because of that, we are losing that wisdom which belongs to those who are humble, who who have this wisdom from above. We see this, I would say, worldly wisdom, but we don't understand. Pride causes that we don't understand the wisdom which comes from God. And we judge things not correctly. There's a, I like this uh, uh, one story from Evergetinos. I prepared it for here and because it's a beautiful story. Uh, one uh, uh, monk, old monk, he he was he lived in solitude alone, and uh, he was reading scripture, scripture again, again. And there was one sentence he didn't understand, and so he asked God, "Okay, oh Lord, I am going to fast and to pray. Give me understanding of this verse." So he was praying and fasting for 70 weeks to get this understanding. 
And after the 70 weeks, he told to God, I made huge effort, I fasted and prayed for 70 weeks and you didn't give me knowledge. So I'm going to visit my brother, monk, and probably he might explain me the verse if you did not. So he made decision, he opened the door and he closed the door. Uh, angel came to him and he told the monk, you were fasting and praying for 70 uh, weeks, but you didn't receive anything from God. But when you humbled yourself and you made decision to go and to ask your brother for explanation, God immediately sent me to reveal the meaning of the verse to you. And then Angel explained your sin and left. And I like that story because it it says a lot of and even it describes that how many times we try to learn something for our spiritual life. We are asking God for guidance, uh, to show our way, show me the way, how to do, what, what kind of decision to do. And many times we complain, this experience, I think we all have, that how many times we were in this position that what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to act, and let's pray, ask God, and we are waiting, I am God, and now God will act powerfully in my life, and nothing. And and this is like, all these like, uh, with the solar group, we are going now through like several weeks now about spiritual guidance and this fatherhood explanation. It's very, a lot of questions, a lot of questions there. And, it's it's amazing how when you read these texts of these saints, what they are saying about that, it is really arranged by God that you need help of another person. Everybody, even Pope needs help of other to come to some kind of discernment. And, and God arranged this, this way to help us to not to become proud. It is it is way how we humble ourselves and through this we are receiving answers from God. And um, it's so difficult to accept this. <laughs> you know, I... I it was difficult for many times, you know that, and uh, you, we. But we have to try to conquer that because then, really, we will have the same experience. Maybe that angel will form of our friend, of a book which was offered to us in a form of a random stranger, some kind who will do something, and it will come or say something. 
it can come in different ways. Do you know the story of the man who drowned in the flood? There's a, a man, he's, the river's going to flood, and a radio announces, hey, get out, the, the water's coming, it's going to flood. And he thought to himself, I love God, God loves me, I pray every day, I follow the commandments, God will save me. Well, the water starts going up, and he's on the second floor now, and a boat comes by. He says, get in the boat, the water's going to get worse, get in the boat, let's get out of here. And he says, I love God, God loves me, I pray every day, God will save me. Now he's up on the roof, and a helicopter comes by, and the guy says, hey, climb on the rope, get up here, we got to get you out of here, the water's coming up. He says, I love God, I pray every day, God loves me, he's going to save me. And then he drowns. And he's standing before God, and he goes, God, I don't understand. He said, I know that you love me, you know that I love you, I pray every day, why didn't you save me? And God said, I sent you a boat, I sent you a radio announcement, I sent you a boat, I sent you a helicopter, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have heard that. Once yeah. you got to the, the yeah. boat, I'm like, oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. That's, yeah. We, we limit God by the way we, we want him to answer our prayers. Yeah. And sometimes he answers them in a completely different but better way, mm -hmm. and we don't, we don't see it, we don't accept it, because it's not what we want. And that's where the humility comes in to accept what God um, is going to do for us. And I think this, uh, this uh, thing is, this text or the spiritual law is very useful, especially for us here you know, in, uh, in America, because there are, we are surrounded with people who have this, I think Protestantism came this, with this idea, I and my Bible, and I can get all answers from Bible. Well, sure, you, a lot of you can get from Bible, but then, then you trying to find out this answer from the Bible. Many times you you find your answer you like; it fits to you. And uh, we are so smart that we can really prove this answer through our some kind of explanation and arguing and then we have uh, we have a lot of like bad ideas then um, well, anyway. I, I I know people who say, well, I'm, I'm looking around for a church. I want to find one one that I feel comfortable in. Yeah. And it's because it's going to fit my comfort zone. Now, some people are looking for one that's going to challenge them. But a lot of times it's like, well, I feel comfortable in this one because it's not challenging me. It's, it's telling me that I'm a good person. It's, you know, it's a feel good. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Everyone's nice to each other. Love God and avoid evil. And that's, you know, and, and they search for that. And then they get... And they can have a wonderful sense of community, but in the end, it really doesn't have a lot to do with Christianity. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And, and you have so many things, like, uh, that twisted understanding of gospel. I think that very popular now it is, do not judge. Don't judge. Don't judge. <coughs> You know, and and 
it's interesting that it comes from the world which is outside of God and the world reminds us Christian do not judge do not judge but actually if you start to think about this so you slowly to start start to understand that well it doesn't mean do not judge it means accept my sin you know accept my sin accept my sin and this is pressure and they use these words from gospel this commandment uh, against us you know to push us back because they don't want their sin to be uncovered you know or this is what is a uh, uh, very popular words. Uh, it's accept yourself. We have to accept ourselves. So it means, well, it's it sounds so loving, but it means that, okay, it but it stops whole progress. You know, it doesn't mean that we have to know ourselves in truth and then to move on God calls us to ascend up and word says as well you cannot love your neighbor if you don't love yourself in terms of this reasoning so you accept what you are then you will be able to really love your neighbor they are using these words of scripture to to manipulate us and anytime we jump at this train and, it, and when we start to accept ourselves, so it stops all this effort to move on. And um, and this is not about gospel. This is not about spiritual life. But well, again, when we try to be humble, we try to, excuse me, to search for this wisdom. And this is what we are actually doing now today, that we came here and we humbled ourselves because we decided to live our wisdom and to listen to wisdom of St. Mark, ascetic in this case. And because of this humbling of heart, we are able to receive his this experience of many saints he put to these sentences. And I think this is why uh, this this listening to sense is so powerful and changing so many people because this aspect of humbling ourselves that we are searching for wisdom from others, we want them to teach us these things. Causes that that we are receiving these truths, understanding, and it transforms our life. And uh, it and this is this is amazing, you know that really amazing thing. All right, let's go. We are going too fast. I have to slow down <laughs> today. Another unlearned man, upon hearing them praised, instead of imitating their humility, prided himself on being unlearned, and so fell into arrogance. 
Okay, this warning. Uh, well, he talks about simple people and educated people. Well, at the time, many people were not, couldn't read even, you know, the times. And But, well, we can find similarities in our society. Not everybody's um, very high educated or... Uh, I, I don't want to say that well, anyway, it, it is what it is. And uh, now, what St. Mark says is that he wants us to be careful how we approach these people. Because if we praise them, it can easily, easily cause pride in them. And uh, we would send them on their own way. And it can happen to us too. So it means that uh, because always there is somebody who is more smart and more educated than we are. So uh, we can hear this praise from somebody and be puffed up. You know? <coughs> what he tries to, he says, he gives warning that with this be very careful with praise, especially if we know that the person is inclined to pride. So we, we should give encouragement, but she, we should not, we should not, uh, um, we should not overdo it. Now, and we, and we can, and there are several practical things, you know, how we do this. And many times we do it with bad intention. How many times we know that if somebody has this inclination to pride, how many times we use that as a tool? If I praise him, if I raise him to his pride, then I easily can get from him what I want. You know? Many times those people, if that the pride can cause that, uh, those people would do works or just assignments, however hard it would be, they would do it with, because this passion for prize, desire for prize would push them. So, so they are able to do, I, I mean, many people they do this, I do do this too, I have to admit from time to time, that takes the advantage. So how many times we do, we know that if there is something you want to reach, I know, okay, the person would be do this and that, so you uh, at first praise the person, then you come with this objection and the person it does that. Yeah, so what's wrong with that? Because it's, I'm telling you, my whole life's been geared to that, to selling, you know. You just pump somebody up and you compliment them and everything, and then you go in... To I have a few minutes after it for okay. confession. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then I've got a whole lot of talking to you the next time I get a confession. <laughs> well, look... There is very, uh, what he says is, 
he he speaks from this Malasik experience. Okay, so it is really tough. But the same spiritual laws are among us too. But because we are living in the world, for sure, from uh, you cannot expect they could expect some kind of level of spiritual maturity among these monks. So you can work with that. Sometimes in the world, so you are using that. And if it is not really with bad intention, it is measured, it can be helpful for many people. Okay, now, maybe example can be uh, when... Uh, uh, it was when Miron finished first year in high school. There was some some kind. Of, I, we were there. Some kind of the end of year. I don't know what. It was not the end of school, but and there was some kind of event, and and uh, uh, they were reading this letter names, and the students went and they got medals or some kind of. Also, it was like a recognition, end of year recognition assembly for maybe students I, I don't remember that scholarships or award or I, part of National Honor Society. And so it was so long, <laughs> and so oh, many yeah. people went. Yeah. And uh, I told Miran, so everybody gets something. So probably you will get something too. And he got. <laughs> well, he was called like twice and something like I don't remember what was that. Well, paper he got. There could be perfect attendance. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. awards that students try to get. And then I, we talk about this. So what is the meaning of this? Nobody left that room without, okay, I am loser. You know? So this is example of very bad applying that. And uh, if there is recognition and it's praise, which really is healthy acknowledgement you made a lot of effort you know and now you you have this achievement you know you you so it is healthy it's not like overdue so i think it's fine it's okay and i think that that uh, i i when i was reading that i said well maybe i'm doing the wrong thing that after literally i say that Thank you for beautiful liturgy and that maybe you should not say this, you know, because you are praising or but well this but I don't think that it is that. Because this shows that if at least people put effort to sing well and those who didn't sing they even didn't they didn't talk at least, you know, so they kept this atmosphere like good. So it is effort which was given during this liturgy in prayer to create this atmosphere so this acknowledgement you know for that so i think this is not wrong but i think we have to in the world we have to search for this healthy line a healthy balance yeah i think that the intention uh, i think the intention of this intention if you really want to in healthy way to show, to acknowledge, okay, your effort, okay. But I think that the, the line is that if you have bad intention to take advantage 
or somebody, uh, if you play on his or her pride mm -hmm. to to gain something, and this this is not good. This is like what he's talking about for our world. So we should avoid that. It reminds me of something that I read today. Well, I just kept thinking about this about how Saint Isaac the Syrian to know thyself, know your passions. But read another thing today, going off of that, know your problems, especially the ones that you most love. Yeah. yeah. And um, thinking about like what we're talking about right now, praise. If you are, if you love that, and that's a important. And if you know that that is a passion that somebody loves. My father was expert in this to give good treatment. When it was always his words. When my mother asked, "How was lunch?" Like it, it could be better. <laughs> when I brought my report from school, it could be better for everything. <laughs> he was. He was saying, he didn't say he's wrong, nothing. It can be better. <laughs> it, was like, it was crazy, driving me crazy. And my mother was, when she was in mo good mood, so she was laughing, but it was horrible. But I, at, that, at that time, I didn't know about this. He was just following the words of <laughs> no, he was not. But <coughs> it was his way. <laughs> but, well. All right, let's go. Mm -hmm. He who despises understanding and boasts of ignorance is unlearned, not only in speech, but also in knowledge. Well, this is... Another um, uh, spiritual or, or wisdom... And it is, those are critical words about those who are neglecting um, gaining this knowledge. Uh, many people, they do this uh, with some kind of false piety that, uh, that they think, okay, to be poor in spirit, you know. And many times you, you especially when... Um, uh, there was like fashion, I don't know how here, but in Slovakia we had some like waves of of um, some kind of themes in preaching, which went through Slovakia, like one wave, another way, and everything. And there was like one way was to show St. Francis as a, you know, this... Um, simple, poor man, and it was uh, almost everybody could hear in sermons that this praise of this uh, um, poverty of spirit and simple, but they they portrayed him like like very naive many times, simple guy who lives in purity, naive, you know, somehow. I didn't like this. And so sometimes you have this, when people are listening, some people who try really to 
to grow and to follow Christ, and they are exposed to some kind of this not good preaching or some kind of, of pious thoughts, so they they can say, "Oh, I I will I will be this simple guy, poor in spirit, it's very simple," and they try to even like. Uh, uh, neglect, uh, not neglect. What's the right word for that? Misguide. Um, no, no, no. They they refuse all this learning, this process of knowledge. They prefer to be like not without knowledge like simple-minded people just because of this false idea which was given to their mind that in this way they follow these saints. There was in Russia, especially Russian Slavic countries, there, Ukraine and Israel, you had these special saints there, full for Christ. You had in the West too. But well, it was renewed, so now it uh, in 300 years ago, so it's more now ascribed to the East. There are those who pretended that there are fools, you know, because of humility, but otherwise they were very smart and they had a lot of knowledge, spiritual knowledge. So this different way, you know, but some people, they, they refuse this knowledge. So, uh, Mark Asset, he criticized those, those. This is not good approach. We are supposed to desire, to have desire, desire, and to grow in knowledge of God. And um, and then some, because of laziness, they they don't gain this knowledge which was available to them. And both these groups. Usually they protect, they show that as a virtue, you know. But uh, Holy Fathers, they, they always remind us that we should make huge efforts to gain true wisdom, that we have to make sacrifices. You know, you mentioned Isaac Syrian, he's, I think that he is, uh, I was, they call him this um, apostle of mercy and I would the second title I would give him it is teacher of spiritual reading because nobody everybody mentions spiritual reading but he reminds spiritual important spiritual reading all time many times it's amazing and uh, and he himself you know that he read everyday gospel, uh, holy scripture, and every day, every day, a lot of. When he lost sight, so they, his disciples was were reading those holy texts for him. And uh, and and this, and he himself he tells us that this effort for knowledge doesn't have end. That that the wisdom grows in us until we are not united with God. And, uh, and he said, even that, this knowledge will be, or this wisdom will be growing in us because 
uh, wisdom is so uh, is without end as God is without end. God is wisdom, and we will be growing in understanding wisdom nonstop because we will be not able to reach the end. And one thing uh, I have to stress is that that uh, this Psalm uh, 119, uh, this longest Psalm in Saltir, you know him. If you read the Psalm, it is like calling and asking for wisdom from God. It is prayer of person who who wants to to gain wisdom, and he non-stop searching for commandments of God, for understanding of God's law. Um, he praises his knowledge from God because which makes him wiser than all enemies and um, wiser than uh, all teachers. And it's interesting that in our electics, these liturgies would be housed, I mean now, like Martin's hours, um, mid, uh, what is that? Midnight, uh, Compline, uh, all the services what we have in Byzantine, well, in our Byzantine like circle, cycle. So when you have midnight service, midnight Compline, from every day, Monday up to Friday, you pray this song there, asking for wisdom, asking for asking for this gift of wisdom, for understanding. And I think that this is a reminder that what we are supposed to do, this psalm and this message to search for wisdom we hear during each funeral. Because these psalms we are singing, these verses we are singing in the middle of those are verses from the psalm, you know, uh, and and they are so powerful. Uh, how it is that I love your wisdom more than gold and silver, mm-hmm. for example, and etc. So even like that, church reminds us this this law that we are supposed to search <coughs> for for wisdom. All right. Let's make it all fun. Let's make a record today. Just as wisdom in speech is one thing and sound judgment another, so lack of learning in speech is one thing and folly another. All right. So, again, this this uh, text, again, he repeats what what was said in previous trying to make this difference between wisdom which is based on uh, on this amount of information we we gain through uh, our study through our intellect and wisdom we gain through experience of spiritual life and uh, uh, even it sometimes we can have this impression that these holy fathers they they somehow ignore and put down this uh, activity of intellect 
but they are not doing that um, in order that they would uh, see that they're useless. You know, it is just no. They 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 say and teach us that this intellectual activity creates this fundament on which we are building our faith. You know that, and many times it leads people to to faith. But they that the thing that we think that the okay. Because we have this impression, because they elevate very much this wisdom which comes from spiritual life, from experienced spiritual life. They, they value it so much that it seems that they... Um, Dismiss. Yes, this intellectual knowledge. So, <clears throat> this is what uh, Sam... Say, Mark, make this like distinction here, but uh, but we have to understand it correctly that there are they were not against like intellectual activity, but well, I have to. From, from one saint uh, words, but I don't go this way because it's too complicated. I don't like to put it there, there but I, w- I would just bring conclusion that um, we don't need to too much to think about these differences activity of intellect and experience spiritual life. Uh, we should not worry too much. What we are, because when we have desire for our salvation, for growth, through our experience, which will come from practical steps, trying to reach this goal, we'll be gaining this knowledge from above. And there will be this healthy balance between this intellectual um, activity and knowledge and study and this uh, knowledge we receive through soul, through uh, our ex- experience of spirituality, which comes from above. And, and it will be in good balance. We would not make... Only when we l- lose this focus on heaven and salvation of soul, if this stops to be our goal, then pride will take us over that we put priority to this intellectual knowledge more. And we, and, and, and this is what is probably trying to warn us in the end of this section about, about the knowledge. Oh. Yeah, it seemed to say there that, you know, you can, you can have wisdom and speech, but that's one thing, and sound judgment may be based on experience. As yeah. we talked about it, is is another. Yeah. That, you know, they don't necessarily, just because you're, you know, wise and, and maybe speech does, doesn't necessarily guarantee sound judgment. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Alright. No other comments, nothing. Alright, good. <laughs> so now next week already there are many people they have some uh, before Christmas activities. So probably we advise them not to, to skip that and Christmas, New Year and then we will start again <coughs> on Mondays. So enjoy the break because we have 117 texts for next year. It's a lot, so we have to start to work very hard as soon as possible. So thank you very much and thank you for your sacrifice coming to here. Because in the last, just one comment on this that I realized that the last two or three weeks there were like four people, five, four, four for sure, people who told me that they were listening with these our meetings and how it was helpful for them. And I thought always that, well, they can listen to those because you came. If you are not here, they would not have this opportunity to listen. It would not be. And uh, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your willingness to do this. And, and, for, and I would say it is even like the service to those people because I, I understand that there is a distance. There is a like um, job, jobs they have. They cannot attend and other reasons which uh, and and they feel like very feel gratitude that it is recorded and so thank you very much because you are bringing blessings through your sacrifice even to those people who are listening thank you wish you a blessing